Yeah. You okay? Yeah, I'm doing the theme tune from Doctor Who. I know, but surely you have access to the actual theme not, tune. Not legally. Can't play it on the uh, podcast. I need a legal department for that sort of thing. Uh, if, only, if only we had a legal department <laughs> to advise us. Yeah, you're going to get shot if you do that. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's the voice of my housemate Ed, who wants to sit in the room while we're recording and said he'll be our legal department. So if we say anything inflammatory... <laughs> Or something that could get us sued. He's going to look after us, aren't you, Ed? There'll be no collusion here. Okay. That's all he's going to say. He's promised to be really quiet after that. Uh, this is this is Popology. I'm Simon. I'm Adam. Uh, yeah, it's it's us. We're, we're, this is our second podcast in two weeks. And, oh, no. Oh, we're doing well, aren't no, we? it's phenomenal. Um, it's almost as if you're settling into parenthood and you're able to actually come and see me. Yeah. And look after your second child. <laughs> which is Ed, which is Ed. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about Doctor Who <laughs> uh, we're talking Doctor Who we're do, doing because the first episode of the latest season season 11 season 11 was on Sunday it was um, new time slot what did you think was uh, I, I didn't care it's it do you know what? I thought exactly the same thing. Um, I tend not to watch TV when it's on live anymore anyway. I just no. record it. So it doesn't actually make any difference. Yeah, I understand because I've seen a few people online disappointed um, that it's been moved to a Sunday. Um, they are the sort of people who do watch it live. But for me, a Sunday night, a Saturday night, I'm out doing things. Yeah, I'm Sunday doing night, stuff. Something that works well. Uh, I'm more likely to watch it live now. I watched it live this week and... I think I'll get to watch it live this Sunday coming. So for me, it works better. Yeah. Um, I do understand it is meant to be a kid's show. Quarter to seven on a Sunday night. Kids got to go to bed soon, don't they? What time do kids go to bed, Adam? I don't know. But mine doesn't sleep, so... <laughs> is it, was he into it? <laughs> um, but before we get into the nitty-gritty of Doctor Who, a few, few bits of news. Yes. Bits of news. I'm going to play the news jingle. Okay. I just played it. Cool. That was really good. Nice, nicely done. It's the wonders of editing. Lovely. Um, there's been a, basically not a huge amount of news, but a f, f load of trailers. Got a little bit of news. What's your news? Um, so congratulations. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> we have some more information on the Mandalorian. So oh, the um, Star Wars spin-off. Yeah. Um, that is. Is this the one being done by what's his name? Um. Happy Hogan. Yeah, so actually there's quite a few. So John, uh, John, John Favreau, Favreau that's, that's, is involved. That's the button. Um, and then also added is Taika Waititi. <gasps> what, he's in it? Uh, directing. So there's directing? multiple oh, directors. Okay, okay. But Taika's directing. I'm See, I was thinking yesterday, uh, there is a alternate world in which Taika Waititi directs a Boba Fett film with him as Boba Fett. That'd be good fun. I like oh, that. I, I'm, that's what I want. I don't want a Boba Fett film, but if they do it, that's the only way to do it, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, we've got Taika Waititi and Bruce Dallas Howard. Howard. Yeah. Who's that? Um, I'm sure we should know something, but I also don't know him. Um, <laughs> Excellent research, Adam. Thank you. I've, I should have looked it up before this. Um, but we're also getting Rick Famuyiwa. From you, yeah, yeah, can't pronounce his name, but he did Jessica Jones and Mr. Robot as okay. well. So, so we've got 
lots of people involved in what's going on. Decent names yeah. directing. Okay. Um, and it's going to be set after the stories of Django and Boba Fett. So the idea is... Um, after their story. Yeah, so after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. Okay, that's an interesting time. Lone, lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. Uh, eight episodes. All right. Okay. Uh, with Favreau as the writer and the executive producer. It's going to be on Disney's streaming service, isn't it? Probably. Yeah. Which we don't know what the deal with that's going to be over no, here. It could be awful. It could cost us a fortune. We're not going to get it. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Um, yeah. We got a uh, a trailer for Good Omens. Looks good. I like. I enjoyed the book. Yeah, the book's great because you've got that Terry Pratchett whimsicalness mixed with Neil Gaiman's world building and mythology yeah. which was always a good combination uh, it looks like with this because uh, it's a, it's going to be a BBC show isn't it is it I uh, thought it was going to be done on Prime oh yeah maybe. oh no yeah it's Amazon Prime isn't yeah. it I, I was mistaken I think the BBC are involved uh, funding it in some way uh, it's probably a point that the lawyer should have shouted maybe they're not I'm just liable he's not, not even paying attention He's not even aware what country You are the in worst it. lawyer. Sorry, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, uh, I thought from the trailer, it looks like they've expanded it a bit, which is unsurprising. Yep. Because it does that, I think they're doing three big episodes. Yeah, I think they're going to be, are they, yeah, three hour long, is it? I think so. Yeah, three hour long episodes. And I think you have to expand on it a little yeah, bit to it make look- it fit for TV anyway. It looks like they've... Uh, They've gone more into the background of Crowley and the other one. The angel, the whose name, name I've now forgotten as well. Amadeus. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm okay with that. And it's uh, David Tennant and Michael Sheen? Yes. Charlie Sheen. Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen, not Charlie Sheen. No. That's a different person. Very, very two, two very different people. Yes. Um, but it does look good and... I like that in the trailer you get to see that awkwardness that is very palpable in the book between mm. the two of them. I quite like that. I'm glad they've kept that in. And they've picked two actors that actually I think fit the characters really well and will definitely do them justice. So. Scale of one to five of excitement. I'm going to stick to my normal seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I, think I'm a, I think I'm a five for this. Yeah, I think I'm close to a five. Yeah. Um, Aquaman. <laughs> I've not seen the trailer. <laughs> they've released. So what they've released is a. Is it a trailer over... that is basically all the good parts of the film? Well, no, apparently not. So it's a five-minute extended preview, right? Um, and it's it looks really good, and I'm hesitant to say that after DC's previous, but it. I really enjoyed watching that five minutes. Is it as dark? Not at all. Hmm. Very light, li- literally light, and so I won't have, have to close all the curtains to watch it. No, no, God, no! It's it's like very colourful. Very, it looks like a Marvel film. Oh. Um, Black Manta looks brilliant, um, which is his villain with yep. the crazy helmet. And but he's oh, yeah, I'm I'm real hopeful for it. I've, I've literally gone from uh, I don't care about DC anymore to okay, I'm in. Okay, well, that's good news. Um, Maybe it will turn. A whole lot around, we don't know. Well, maybe. James Wan has said categorically that this... Don't watch it if you don't want spoilers, because obviously it's a trailer. All trailers contain spoilers. Um, however, this he said it's only the tip of the iceberg, what you see in this preview. Okay, that's good. Um, but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm in for it. 
Um, we also, a bit more news, obviously, that you may or may not have seen, is uh, a tweet from Chris Evans. Now, the, uh, the, we ex, we, the ex-host of Top Gear. Yes, him, the ginger one. What did he have to say? <laughs> no, the American actor, famous for playing the Human Torch in uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah, he was and all right. Probably the best thing about that film, I'd say. <laughs> it was. He's <laughs> not, not done anything else of import. Um, no, but we all knew that the contracts for kind of the big... Marvel heroes were up at the end of the Avengers kind of um, Infinity War kind of arc. Yeah. Avengers 4. Yeah. They've got one more film effectively. Yeah. The big, the um, big and guns. It, and we got a tweet this week from Chris Evans basically saying thank you post the wrap of uh, I cannot speak today. You're really struggling. Avengers <laughs> the end of, of uh, Avengers 4. So like to get a new cap? But do I want one? No, I said it was kind of we're likely to get a new cap, and I was hoping you'd come in with a suggestion of maybe who or what that right. may be. So it's, his tweet is suggesting he's done. Yes. What does it say? Read it to me. Uh, I can't. I can't find it. You are so prepared. It is amazing. It's been a long how, week. How? How? Well. We've talked about this before. The obvious candidates to take over the mantle of Captain America are Bucky himself, yep. Sam Wilson, the Falcon, yep. and that's pretty much it. This is true. So it's probably going to be one of those two taking it on. Yeah. Unless they... Do something think, completely different. Yeah, I don't, yeah, they could do something. We'll see. Um, I can't see them killing off all the big guns. No, I can't see them doing it either, because I think you're going to have to keep almost some kind of overlap there to keep a certain generation interested Oh, what's... Would you like the tweet? I'd like the tweet, Ed. Ed. Our legal department has found the the tweet. What does the tweet say, Ed? You're going to need to project really loudly. Uh, I've had voice lessons for this moment. (laughs) Officially wrapped on Avengers 4. It was an emotional day to say the least. Playing this role over the last eight years has been an honour. To everyone in front of the camera, behind the camera and in the audience, thank you for the memories. Eternally grateful. Okay, that sounds pretty that's final. Say, that's pretty final. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Thank you, there, legal department. Um, we'll watch this space. I think. Yeah. Um, the Umbrella Academy. I'm a big fan of the Umbrella Academy. An excellent, only two graphic novels. Yep. Um, by Jared Way of My Chemical Romance. Really good, both of them. Uh, they are doing a TV series, and they release posters Ooh. of all the characters. Um, I'm not sold by the posters. Okay. They, I, I'm not. I think one of the things that I love about the Umbrella Academy is the visual style, and I feel like they've almost from the posters. It looks like they've lost that visual style, which I'm not happy about. Obviously, it's hard to replicate, but because oh, it's hard to replicate that visual that kind of visual style into a live action. Yeah, but I was expecting at least something very gothicy. But I guess we'll see when there's a trailer release. So I'm holding holding out on that at the moment. I'm still on a three out of five of excitement. I'm, I'm not. I'm not like oh my god, this is going to be great. I'm going to reserve judgment. I've not seen them, and I'll uh, wait until other things happen. Okay, and we got so. more trailers. We have a trailer that I'm very excited about. We've got another Mortal Engines trailer. Yes, I've not seen it. I don't. No. I'm, uh, I'm going to go and watch this film when it comes out because it's a Peter Jackson film. But yeah. unlike you, I've not read the book. Maybe should I read the books? Are they good? Um, yeah. That's a, if you've not immediately said yes. I've got way too many books on my reading list. (laughs) Well, I read them quite a while ago when I was substantially younger, and they're definitely more of a teen fiction kind of affair. Um, 
and I think you know if you're used to a higher level of novel you might find them quite boring but I, I do think the material will transfer really well into a film okay um, and with Peter Jackson behind it his ability just to build worlds and this this place like the idea of Mortal Engines is it's so kind of otherworldly it's amazing so that's really really good really encouraging um, and the new trailer just makes it look even better to be fair and the it's very visually stunning and the way they've done the cities um, is also really impressive okay well so. I've just I've just added the first book to my Kindle list but yeah. bearing in mind my Kindle list is about 40 books long <laughs> uh, but I'll try and get around to it before the film comes out um, final trailer we did get was The Boys which we just watched together yeah um it looked very tongue-in-cheek for those who haven't seen the trailer well first of all the boys is written by garth ennis um very dark comic book about superheroes who police superheroes well they're not non-superheroes really because they don't have powers um and basically superheroes in this world are corrupt and completely take liberties in all aspects of life and the boys police them um the trailer looked quite interesting I, I like the way it was done yeah it looks like they're really pushing the kind of the superhero world in it and having the boys as kind of really like a team that's looking in from the outside and and all you see of the boys in it basically you get a, a, an advert for the corporation that runs yeah. all the superheroes and it just cuts to the boys in their living room and they'll just middle finger at the TV so I think it's going to be very R rated which it needs to be which is what we want really isn't it um, but yeah, I'm, I'm probably a f- four out of t- five. I'd probably three, join yeah. you there. I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Um, let's talk about. Have you got anything else before we move on? There's one more trailer that what? we just watched and you conveniently forgot. What was that? So we've got Star Trek Discovery season two. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I well, this links in to what's in your head. Cue the theme tune, Adam. What's in your head? What's in your head? What's in your head? I'm keeping that in. Are you? I'm not even going to edit the proper Fair enough. Is that because it was that good? Yeah, it was a hell of a take. Uh, <laughs> I, I finished, before we get on to the Doctor Who stuff, uh, I did want to talk to Star Trek Discovery. I finished it yesterday, season one. Jolly good. Because I know you kind of stopped at the mid-season break and you were kind of... Uh, it wasn't that I wasn't enjoying it. I was just... Other things distracted me. It was at a time when the finales of... Flash, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow coming up, so I went and watched all of those. So that's hence, time. hence my delay. Um, very good. Yeah. Really liked episodes ten to fourteen. Yep. For episode fifteen, the finale felt a little bit convenient. I think first season it has to be a little convenient, but in in the way that they conclude. Obviously, I don't want to do spoilers for this because people may not have finished it. But I wasn't one hundred percent happy with that final episode but overall very good I don't think it took away from the uh, the rest of the season which was incredibly strong um, I think the, the second half of the season was fantastic and the way it kind of all f- the twist I found very interesting I quite enjoyed that yeah mild mild spoilers here so jump forward two minutes in the podcast if you're uh, if you want to avoid them um, oh, our legal department's looking very concerned. <laughs> <laughs> did you just did you just need to cough? Okay, oh, you're you're a real weirdo, Ed. <laughs> um, so mild spoilers. Um, using the 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 dark universe 
that has featured in previous Star Trek cinema. Yes. I think every season of Star Trek yep. has ventured into that universe, haven't they? Yes. Because me and uh, when they went over there and it was revealed where they were, I watched that episode with young Neil, who's appeared on this podcast. Um, <laughs> although David said, what's the point in Neil coming on the podcast? He doesn't talk. Uh, that's the point, though. Neil doesn't talk, but when he does talk, what he says... It's genius. It's genius. Oh, yeah. It's groundbreaking. Um, but... We went and watched the original episode of the original series that featured the very first appearance yep. of that universe. Oh, that was a pile of bullshit. Yep. That was real bad. Um, <laughs> By today's standards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get at the time it was probably groundbreaking. Um, but I'd be intrigued to go and watch the, all like the next gen. I yep. don't know if there's a Voyager episode. There probably is. Uh, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Mm. And I liked the... There was a reference to Enterprise. There was. Yeah, when okay. they go to uh, the Klingon homeworld... And they say no Federation ship has been to the Klingon homeworld in a hundred years since Captain, that guy from Enterprise, the Star Trek series that no one's ever watched. Archer. Captain Archer, yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of references to other Star Trek series, uh, we get the Enterprise at the end rock up. Yes. With Captain Pike. Yeah. Um, which was nice. was nice. I was like, oh, it's the Enterprise. Yeah. yeah. And then they went into the original theme tune as their outro music. They did, which was fun. I yeah. Like that. But speaking of original theme tunes, let's talk Doctor Who. Because they finished the episode with the new opposite, theme well, the new theme tune, new but theme it's tune. very retro. Old, very old. It's very. It's kind of very new, old school. Old, yeah. Old, new school. It really, like, for me, <laughs> I don't think any of the previous three Doctors have ventured that close to the original thing. No, I don't think they have it. I think it was really nicely done. Um, and it was almost a hint to kind of, we're doing this again, you know. We've got new Doctor. We haven't seen the TARDIS yet. No, that was a good point. We've not seen the TARDIS. We've not seen the outside or the inside of the TARDIS, which is interesting. Mm. Um, well, I assume. Right now, needless to say, anyone listening, if you've not watched the first episode of Doctor Who, we are going. We're talking in depth about it. There's going to so be spoilers here. Jump out. Jump. Jump. Le- leave Go here. Watch you it. won't miss anything. Um, and then come back. Yes. And listen to these wise words. We're going to say. Uh, the ending of the episode, surely TARDIS is just going to rock up at the beginning of the next episode, but, right? Yeah, it better bloody do, or it's going to be a very short yeah. series. Um, or I guess other people could. You know, what if there's a whole season of the Doctor trying to find the TARDIS? I mean, that could be fun. That could be a quite an interesting way to force them into yeah. situations. And we, we've genuinely seen there's been none of the publicity shots have shown the TARDIS. Mm, maybe, That's all. maybe we're on to something there. Maybe we are. Um, it was the highest viewed debut of a doctor ever nice as far as well of the new gen new era since the since Tenon yeah Uh, it went Tenon it basically dropped off sorry Eccleston it dropped off uh, Eccleston dropped off a bit to Tenon dropped off a little bit to Matt Smith dropped off a lot with Capaldi and then it shot right up to 8.2 million viewers I feel so that they've done a lot of publicity for this there's been a massive publicity push for it anyway um, and then on top of that, you do have something that shouldn't be important, but is, and it's the fact that the Doctor is a woman. Well, I think that's, even my mum texted me and was like, what did you think? She didn't watch it, she was just being nosy. <laughs> I can't imagine your mum watching Doctor Who. No, uh, Dad might dip in, maybe. Um, Make one of his quick one-sentence assessments of the thing and walk away. Yeah, Um well, speaking of assessments, we've, we've mentioned it. First female doctor. Yep. What do you think? Loved it. You lo- love her? Don't call her in it. <laughs> no, I loved, I loved the programme. I want specifically 
Oh, I thought she was brilliant. I think she, I thought she was a really interesting mix. There was a bit of Tennant there. There was a bit of Smith there. There was almost a bit of Capaldi in the way, and that kind of follow up of all of those three Doctors, and then there's something that was very, very unique to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just found that fantastic. Um, just the little one-liners were, were great. They're kind of, oh, I could make one. I'm good at making stuff. I think. I think. <laughs> um, that was really nice. Um, and just, yeah. I think, um, obviously, it's very... You look at any Doctor's first episode and yeah. then look at their final episode and they change so much. She's and got to grow into the character and you kind of... You got from the start when it was almost quite unsure, which worked in in the programme's favour in the sense that we know she's regenerating and every kind of regeneration episode's a bit like that. Yeah. And so well, she what, even references it. She yeah. even she says, I'm not who I'm going to be, be yet. No. Yeah. Um, which I think is clever writing on Chibnall's part. Um, but I liked... I like the roots they've put down with it. Um, I don't quite know what sort of doctor she is yet, although I think she's going to be quite an action doctor. I think she's going to be pretty action. Um, with the whole bit where she jumped across the cranes. I was yeah. like, oh, I like this. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I, I liked the one-liners. I liked her. Yeah, I'm, I'm up for it. I, I did enjoy the little dig to kind of the naysayers. Which was all this is new. Sometimes new can be scary, but it will be okay. Yeah, yeah. As soon <laughs> as I said nice. that, I was, there was a lot of little lines in it that were deliberate nods or little kind of winks to the audience. Yeah, uh, little bits like that. And there was a couple. Of, I should have written them down as we listened. Um, so episode overall, yeah, thumbs up. Yes, Jodie Whittaker, thumbs up. Yes. Let's talk about the supporting cast. Ooh, what's that face for? I think that was potentially the weak point. Um, I, I thought Grace, the grandmother, was good. Yep. But they killed her. They did kill her. But it's Doctor Who, so she might not stay dead. <laughs> um, Mandeep Gill playing Yasmin Khan. Yes. What did you reckon? I liked her. I thought she was good, actually. Yeah. Um, she softened as the episode went on, which was intro- which was good as well, because she was very rigid at the start. Yeah. That very much... I don't know whether that was acting and kind of that evolution from policewoman or policeman, sorry, to... Policeman officer. Policeman officer. (laughs) 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 To kind of just being that rounded companion. Uh, But I enjoyed her. And I enjoyed her parts throughout. Yeah, I think her and Tozin Cole playing Ryan, I think think they were both strong. I felt like... What was the condition that Ryan had? Uh, Dyspraxia. Yes, dyspraxia. So it's... um, For me, that that felt kind of crowbarred in, like they went, well, we need to... Can't just have this guy with... They basically felt like they needed to create an issue for him, and it felt a little bit for the sake of the plot, just to make... Oh, he's climbing a ladder now, and he's got dyspraxia. Oh, isn't this kind of dangerous it's like well I, did, I didn't think it was needed unless it maybe something will come a bit later on it's, it's always think, a thing with Doctor you don't know I think people with dyspraxia may disagree with you there <clears throat> no no I mean like well I guess it's not, not it's always nice to have a condition represented yes and I guess it's one that I don't know about and now I, I'm talking about it so yeah. I guess if there's that reason for raising it, awareness is always yeah good I guess that's a good thing um, but plot wise it felt a little forced to me yeah um, but we'll see as always with Doctor Who something may come of it later in the season 
Down the line, quite good fun. maybe. Yeah. Do you reckon we're going to get a romance? I was, I was, I was feeling a bit of romance between Ryan and Yasmin. Maybe. Oh, well. Doctor do you, Who. Do you not want one? Doctor Who romances always annoy me a little bit. What? Um, they've only done did, it. What? Rory and Amelia didn't really do it for me. Oh, I think that was lovely. The one bit, I, the the one romance in Doctor Who that I have enjoyed was um, Brain Engage River. Okay, yeah. I think a lot of people would disagree with you with that. I really liked it. I thought it was a nice touch. Well, I like River's timeline. Yeah. I think it's very interesting. But I think a lot of people don't like the Doctor to be involved with people. Hmm. Um, I'm kind of disappointed that River's done because I kind of want to see <laughs> Jodie Whittaker's Doctor meet her and see that chemistry. That would be quite good fun, actually. Um, the elephant in the room though that I do want to talk about so yeah like you're not a fan of Bradley Walsh no Mandy Gill Toes and Cole I think there's potential with both of them quite enjoyed both of them I don't they didn't blow me away it wasn't Amelia Pond for me when she turned up like immediately was in love with her Um, but these two it's because she was redhead Simon no yes I've enjoyed her character yes Um, but both of these these seem strong I think they could be good companions Bradley Walsh, I'm very unsure. I'm not sure I enjoyed him. I thought he was quite good. I thought he was in a quite a nice little character. He just seemed like Brad... I don't feel like he was acting. <laughs> I just feel like it was just Bradley Walsh just despairing at this whole situation. And I'm just concerned it's going to be a season of him just going, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? Oh, old man things. I don't think it's going to be like that at all. I think he's going to sh- prove his benefit. Um... And I, d- I do think kind of the whole idea that he does a big speech at the end about how, how he got given a second chance and I think that's important. I think it's going to be important to the plot later on. I think mm. he is going to be... I did, no, I did actually like... Yeah. No, I thought actually he did, acting-wise he was quite and good What I end, did though. quite enjoy is you had, obviously, Jodie Wicker as the Doctor and Grace and the other two just like running into things in the way that the Doctor and the companions do mm. and Bradley Walsh was always like hang on why are we running towards the alien or what about the bombs in my neck yeah you know pointing he's asking th- the sensible questions he's asking the sensible questions and sometimes in the Doctor Doctor Who lacks that you know we're all sat here going well I wouldn't do that mm. but he is the, at that voice of reason going well no absolutely not okay alright well, I'll, I'll give him a chance I won't write him off yet we'll Thank see how he does next week um the monster. The monster. Brilliant. I liked it. I liked the monster. Absolutely terrifying. Um, the first shot. So I, I really liked the armour and the look of it. The whole See, the whole episode, I thought, felt very serious but light at the same time. Yeah. Um, had a lot of serious points, but then very light moments. And I thought the monster really suited it because it felt, it felt very modern. Yes. It felt like the, something that the, wouldn't have been out of place in... A Marvel film. No, and you can tell the production values of the entire thing have gone up. Mm. Um, Um, It was as that first shot where he takes the helmet off and it's the close up on the face. I was quite. It was well. Sometimes Doctor Who, you go, kids are watching this, and if I was a kid watching this, I would have run out of the room by now. Oh, I would have shat myself if I was a kid. Yeah, that shot. But they brought in kind of a comedy element to it, which. I think so the kids would have been scared at first but then later on when he starts talking and there's a bit of banter going on between the Doctor and that monster the kids were warm to it and also it didn't look as scary once they went out of that close up shot so I thought it was very 
almost brave to go with that first shot of it because it was quite intense and quite freaky. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good first monster. I like that it was, a, as far as I know, it's a standalone. I don't think it's I don't think something it's, that's featured no. before. We need to, we'll probably be talking about Doctor Who each week, I imagine, but. Well, if it continues in the vein that this one did, and it was good, then I think we will do. Um, we probably need a proper Doctor Who expert to come do, in and fill in. No, not really. Not <laughs> None of my close friends. Um, yeah, but let's call it there because someone's just started drilling outside, which is a fun noise. Always a fun noise. But very happy with new Doctor Who. Yes. I'm looking forward to next week and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Whether we see the TARDIS and where we think the story arc's going to go. I'm actually a little bit hopeful that the tar- like maybe the first half of the season they don't have the TARDIS. Let me see if I can Google it and see if we can see a picture of this TARDIS. And... No, I don't want to ruin it. No, I, I just it. want to see if it exists. Mm, it probably does. Anyway, join us uh, on Facebook, Popology Podcast. Just pop that into the little search bar at the top. You can follow us, Ed. You going to do that? No, he's not going to do it. He doesn't want to. He doesn't care about Doctor Who. He only watches things that were, Who? That were based <laughs> in the past or have murders in them. Yeah, bulk murders. Blood and guts. <laughs> Ed, Ed, Ed. I lied. You lied. So there is one picture of Jodie Whittaker and her TARDIS. But is she inside or outside? Uh, she's outside. Oh, so it's just an outside shot. Yeah, well, it's, it's that publication shot, that, the publicity shot there. Okay. So uh, the TARDIS will appear, I imagine. But how soon is the bombshell we will leave you on? Yes. Uh, we've been Popology. Say hello on, online. And we'll be back in the next week or so to talk about more geeky stuff. We say, hope. Say goodbye, Adam. Bye-bye, Adam. Say goodbye, Ed. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. What is it with these... It's a new thing. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>